welcome to Common Sense and hopefully fun discussion on parenting and parenting culture. Hey, I'm Liz Gumpener. And I'm Kristen Chase, and we are the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. On today's episode of Spawned, we're thinking about Valentine's Day crafts and activities you can do with your kids because Liz... Sorry to say, lingerie and dinner out, they're not in the cards for most of us after kids. Oh yeah, Valentine's Day is definitely uh, something different after kids. But hey, we can make the most of it. And as always, we'll close out our show with our cool picks of the week. We'll be back with a ton of great ideas for you and your kids right after this. Today's episode of Spawned is sponsored by Milk. Love what's real. As our listeners know, we value the real experiences and connections we make that matter to families. Visit MilkLife.com for recipes, nutrition facts, and more information about the different kinds of real milk. That's MilkLife.com. So Kristen, I love that you mentioned that Valentine's Day changes a little bit. What was it like for you? Just before a kids? little. I'd like to know the mom and Atrix's view on Valentine's Day before kids. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to juggle this feeling of being a couple and being a sexy woman and then having kids who are like having to make 50,000 Valentines for their class, which is cute, but not really sexy. So I think it's hard to walk that line. And so I think many women, many families and dads and people go the way of, you know, their kids, right? Like we're, we're parents now. Yeah. So this is what we do. Well, for me, I was basically <laughs> perpetually single until pretty much the year before I did have kids. So it's not like I had many nights of lunch, right? So it's not like I'm giving up so much, you know? Well, I actually kind of like that it's shifted the balance for us. We've written about this before on Cool Mom Picks, but there's something kind nice about seeing how much your kids love Valentine's Day and the joy of giving and sharing and candy and hearts. Like, there's something really sweet about it. I don't feel like it took away from me for Valentine's Day. I felt like it just kind of brought something new to the to the party, so to speak. I totally agree with you. Even though there was a time when I had four kids who all needed classroom Valentines at one time, <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say it really gives a different view. Like you said, it adds a fun really sweet twist to a day that I think a lot of people are like, "Mm, what do we do for Valentine's Day? What do we do with this day? So we have lots of ideas. And you know, I agree that it helps create memories. There are real family connections that can be made. And so many of these things I love that we're going to share are free or close to it. So you don't have to spend a ton of money to do any of these things. Yes. The good thing is you don't have to take your kids out to a prefix $125 (laughs) dinner with your complimentary glass of crappy champagne. And listen to them ask for pasta with butter. (laughs) (laughs) Milk and cookies will do it. Yes. So listen, let's start since you brought up the classroom. I think this is something I know our readers look for constantly. I see what people are searching for on our site and principal cards up the wazoo right now. Yes. Unfortunately, we've featured so many over the years. Like, I love this. I have not bought packs of Valentine's cards for my kids ever because our writers always find like the best free principal cards on the internet or sometimes, you know, spend a couple bucks for an Etsy artist. Yes. I love that. Just buy some printer ink, which you're going to use anyway, and load up. And there are so many options. I know that people are like, well, you know, our kids like this character or this character. Our writers have found so many really awesome ideas. People are so creative. And this to me is a no brainer. Just give them a pair of scissors and let them go to town. Plus, you know, I kind of liked, we had like the 
Lucy, I Love Lucy conveyor belt line going. Yes. <laughs> I would print and I would hand it to the kids. And then when they were old enough to cut, they would cut. And then I would help them trim. And then they would sign their names. And I would print out the class list. Like, it was fun. Like, we did it together. And it actually became really nice. And it also helped me learn the names of the kids in their class finally by February. <laughs> I was like, oh, so there's three Emmas. <laughs> I always thought it was one Or kid. my favorite is certain kids would get longer notes. And then, for example, Logan would just get happy Valentine's Day, period. Or like, <laughs> hey, from Margot. <laughs> you get a little insight into the dynamic of the classroom by doing Valentine's totally. Day cards. So anyway, I would suggest search our site for real. I'm not just saying this because it's our site, but the number of printable Valentines we've found over the past 15 years is outrageous. We have color your own Valentines, which are great, especially for little kids who can scribble, but maybe not sign their names just yet. We have ideas if you're like crafty mom or dad and you want to like attach a little lolly pop and it ends up looking like a bow and arrow or you know we have like really cute <laughs> ideas like that we also you know what i love we have ideas for older kids like if your kids are more into like sending a david bowie valentine than like a cute pun with like a banana like you have appeal <laughs> we have those too and we've even done ones for boys they're not just for boys obviously but for kids that don't want like the lovey-dovey stuff things like more you know zombies or minecraft or just like a, a different perspective so it's not all about the doily hearts yeah happy valentine's day i want to eat your brains <laughs> <laughs> Heart-shaped brains. <laughs> yes. Okay, another thing that I love is that you can work with your kids to make small gifts for their friends or for parties. And we have said this many times on Spawned. Liz and I would never identify ourselves as Martha Stewart anything. <laughs> no. But these are so easy. We are Martha Stewart readers, but yes. we are not Martha Stewart emulators. <laughs> no. No, we are not. Protégés, we are and not. And I've even been on Martha Stewart, <laughs> but I'm still not Martha Stewart. <laughs> I like the slime. We have done the slime, actually. The Valentine's slime. We did the slime, and it was a hot favorite. I think it was last year or two years ago. It's really cute. It's from a blog called The Nerd's Wife. We have it on Comonfix, and of course, we will link up everything you hear today on our site, on our podcast page. But yeah, she has a cute recipe for Valentine's slime, and it's got like little cute hearts embedded into it and glitter. It's really adorable. Yeah. Oh, let me just say that I remember that she came back empty-handed. I thought she was going to have extras, and people from other classes were <laughs> trying to get some of her slime. But it's not just slime. There's tote bags that you can decorate. I love friendship bracelets, which are back in again. I'm watching my girls make the, those embroidery floss. Friendship bracelets. There's so many really cute things oh, that we've rounded up. There's a site called Busy Mom. Helper, and they have a really cute little tutorial for making heart shaped crayon valentines. So oh. you can melt down all those little nubs you have, taken up some shoebox in your craft closet somewhere, or is that just me? And put them into like a little mold and make heart shaped crayons. And I, I think that's really cute and simple, and it doesn't feel too sweet. And you give them to everyone in the class, or just save them for like if you're having a party, it's a good treat or favor. Also, we have tutorials for mugs. Like if you're some kids like to make things, you know, for like their parents or a grandparent or something. I know my kids always say, Grandma, you're the best mom <laughs> to my mom. I'm always like, hey. <laughs> so they make her stuff. So there's a tutorial for a really cute like XOXO mug that kids of all ages could make. We have so many cute ideas.
ideas. Also, I just like that it's something you can do together with your kids. You know, we're always looking for opportunities to spend time with our kids. And I, I just like that it's all about giving. And I think if we kind of keep reminding them that it's about giving, you know, speaking of which, yes. did you see the post that Kate wrote this week? Yes, I did. On our site. I loved it. We'll have to link it up for sure. It's so lovely. It's yeah. all about instead of having like, you know, a lot of class moms are, or dads are frantic looking for activities for classroom parties for Valentine's Day that don't involve glitter, ideally. Yes, <laughs> it's always ideal that it doesn't involve glitter. She came up with this beautiful idea to have the kids each get a name of a staff member in the school and make a Valentine just for them and deliver it to them in person. Like somebody that doesn't normally get the attention of the classroom teachers, like whether it's an art teacher or a gym teacher or That's the custodial lovely. staff or the office yeah. people. Isn't that awesome? That's really awesome. And, you know, I think of those folks because my kids are fortunate enough to get specials at their schools. They go to public school and they get specials. But when we send in gifts at the holidays at the end of the year, oftentimes I don't get to everyone. So I think these holidays are a great opportunity to say thank you to those folks. That's It's such yes. a great idea. And to like help teach your kids the joy of giving without having to get something in return. Like I think them just seeing how much joy it will give someone who is not expecting it at all yes. versus, you know, the Valentine's card exchange where everybody knows they're getting something and giving something. I don't know. I just think it's a really nice lesson. And if you are a class parent, you can go in and help them out and do that with the kids. And I, I just love that idea. I love that. Another thing, yes. speaking of classrooms, but also at home, yes. baking and food gifts. Mm. Any excuse to eat heart-shaped cookies? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't need any excuse for that, but I will take an extra one. I mean, I, I think they're calorie-free on Valentine's Day, right? Yes. We always say that when you eat standing up or on holidays or on vacation, it doesn't count. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Make sure you stock up on sugar, flour, real milk, eggs, vanilla extracts, blah, 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 this time of year, sprinkles and all that fun decorative stuff, frosting, because we have so many recipes on our site. There's a really cute post on Cool Mom Eats from last year that's just five different ways to decorate heart-shaped cookies. So you can make a batch and then each of your kids can even figure out their own ways to decorate so that they don't fight over it. <laughs> yes, we actually made those tic-tac-toe graham crackers. You know, <gasps> they're, they're so, so easy. Yeah, with, with those little conversation hearts when you're like, what do I do with these heart candies that no one wants to eat. This is perfect. Yes. Put them on graham crackers. Totally adorable. <laughs> we will link up that tutorial. It's from a site called Sippy Cup Mom. Very cute. It's a Valentine's Day tic-tac-toe snack and it's just graham crackers with frosting to make the little cross hatches and then using conversation hearts for the little tic-tac-toe pieces. I love this idea of fun cookies for teens that are edgier and I know we did these last year but I feel like this year they would be something to the effect of like Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> or I love you, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have like real anatomical hearts, things like that. Like they're just like more funky than like the cute stuff. Right. You know, if your kids have a heightened sense of irony or they're expressing themselves through their baking choices these days, <laughs> there's some really good ideas on there. <laughs> and also, you know, sometimes it's hard to like connect with your teen and tween. And so I think like going, hey, let's make zombie heart cookies together could be like a really fun thing that they would be willing to do with you. Absolutely. Anything that has to do with zombies or I find anything that has to do with me being uncool seems to work. <laughs> so anything You can like just that. be like, I do not understand these cookies. Help me. Help explain them to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Put your kid in charge, you know? We also have a great tutorial on how to make natural pink frosting. So if it makes you feel better about eating all the frosting when you're using real butter and sugar, plus a bunch of different natural coloring options, we have a recipe for that, which, by the way, all of these things will be on our Cool Mom Picks podcast page if we're whipping through some of these links. Don't worry. We've got them all rounded up. And of course, you can just have milk and cookies together when it's all done. Just make sure <laughs> you make extras, right? Absolutely. You always got to eat the ones that are like a little off or, oh no, the edge burns a little. I'll just have to eat that one. Well, no, we always <laughs> have to make the sure they're okay, right? You always have to eat maybe the first, second, third one just to make sure the batch totally. is safe. It's like the first <laughs> pancake. Like you yes. got to eat the first cookie, right? Of course. Okay. Another thing you can do in the kitchen, let's say you don't want to go all out on the sugar, which we know some of you don't. You can make Valentine's themed lunches together. And there are so many cute ideas around the web that we found. You can do it as a surprise for your kid, obviously. So they open up their lunchbox and they're like, oh, heart-shaped everything. But it's like a cute thing to do together also. Like a lot of it is as simple as getting like little heart-shaped cookie cutters and using it to cut little pieces of cheese that go on your sandwich. Yeah, it's not complicated. I feel like some of our listeners may be going, Liz and Kristen, are you okay? (laughs) We're making themed lunches. Are you guys all right? But trust us when we say they're so cute. I mean, you can like dress up a chocolate milk or a milk box with construction paper. You know, they're very simple things. Like just pack the marshmallows from, you know, a box of cereal or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not talking about (laughs) anything crazy here. Well, you know what I like, which is it's not crazy, but it looks really cute. They're these little edible Cupid's arrows from a site called Fork and Beans. It's literally a pretzel stick, I think some kind of cheese at one end, and like a little triangular piece of cheese at the other end to make it look like an arrow. It's pretty simple. I mean, it's definitely on the crafty side, but it's so cute. I just think it would be fun to do with your kids, especially if you don't want to like go crazy on the sugar. It's just like another way to make it feel special and treaty and holiday-ish without diving into the sugar canister. Yeah, and if you're just going to pack a regular lunch, put a note in there. You know, take an extra of those printables we talked about and pop it in their lunchbox. Oh, so you know what? You can spread the love. I miss the day my kids were little and I used to give them like little lunchbox notes. I liked that. Yeah. I should get back to that. Would it be weird to do that for a high school kid? No, I think it would be very <laughs> cool. You know, you would make some really cool smart jokes. So that's yeah. cool mom points. Enjoy the apple. Love, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's get to some like non-food things because I think there's plenty of other Valentine's activities that are not food related. I even agree. though we're all for eating all the food. You know, my kids have this tradition every holiday. I they know. decorate our door. And because we live in an apartment building, our front door is not the same as doors of those of you in the suburbs. And so it's become like a treat for all our neighbors. They're like, oh, what are you going to do for Christmas this year? What are you going to do for Valentine's Day? You know what we do for Halloween. My daughter makes all those oh, crazy Broadway yes. Halloween mashups. <laughs> They're really funny. They're awesome. So decorate your door together wherever you live, whether it's like paper hearts or pink doilies or, you know, something funnier or sillier or cuter or sweeter. Like, it's just a fun thing. Like, I know kids like doing that in their classroom and you can do it at home also. Yeah. And, you know, they sell those clings, those like window or door clings. Those are great for little kids, too. You just stick them up on the window and you don't have to worry about scraping them off, you know, in a a (laughs) month or two when you're like, oh, maybe I should take the Valentine's Day decorations down. I love those. Those are easy and fun. Yeah, totally. Plus, you know, I always remember Gretchen Rubin in The Happiness Project talking about how for kids browsing through the cake cottage 
monologue thinking about the cake is kind of more important than the birthday cake itself, that the journey and the imagination and the fascination with what's to come is part of the fun. It's not always about the holiday itself. So I like these things that help you kind of decorate and get ready for the holiday because especially for younger kids, that's part of the joy. It's not like Valentine's Day itself is such a big deal, but all the stuff leading up to it can be what really makes memories and, you know, allows you to have fun together. That's a great point. And I think sometimes as parents, because we get so many of these holidays and then you know how you get like, it's wear red day or it's silly shoe day <laughs> or, you know, it's it's wear an eye patch or whatever it is that parents, it gets can be a little <laughs> exhausting. But if you can flip that and think about this as a fun way to connect with your kids and not even just about that day, but leading up to it, like you said, it can really bring everybody together. I mean, that sounds kind of rah-rah, but I, Wait, I love that. I got to go back a second. What? Does your school really have wear an eye patch day? No, I made that up. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I was trying to be funny, Liz. <laughs> I was like, wow. But there's crazy hair day. Yeah, just like your favorite book heroine or hero day. Well, maybe one of them has an eye patch. Who knows? <laughs> I was like, where, what, what? I don't know. I was anyway, just trying was to think funny. of some of the most ridiculous things. And, and then I just it just came out, wear an eye patch day. But, you know, I think <laughs> it feels like that sometimes to parents. Like We just feel good about getting them out of the house with pants on and food, you know, in their hand. So, like, to be able to flip that and say, okay, this isn't a hassle. This is a way for us to connect with our kids. I love the idea of it being a journey, the journey to the day, right? Yeah. Especially for those of us non-Marthas, you know, if you think of it as something fun to do as an activity versus like some obligation, which is I think what you're getting at, then yes, it's more fun for me at least. So another thing I really like is game night. You know, we are big game night yes. fans. So are you. Yes. But throw in a Valentine's twist and boom, you've got a themed activity. So like whether you play bingo or cards, my kids are very into poker lately. I don't know if that's good or bad, but like no, use conversation fun. hearts instead of chips. Oh, They're very into Texas Hold'em. It's a big thing with them these days because yeah, it's like fun. Everyone can play. Idea. You can use conversation hearts instead of poker chips, which also makes it a little more kid-like, a little less Vegas. <laughs> or you can use red hots or red jelly beans or, you know, whatever works for you. But I think that's really fun. You can play Twister in your underwear, spin the bottle. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> Kidding. You could play I'm Twister, kidding. but only use the red spots. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, awesome. Okay, what's another idea? I don't know. You could play Monopoly and then let everyone be done early. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. We're not playing till the end, kids. <laughs> okay, here's one more idea that I really like when we put together our list of things you can do with your kids for Valentine's Day that do not cost too much money. One is to do a spa night at home and Ooh. make it Valentine's themed. And by okay. the way, this is for boys as well. Yeah. Because I don't know too many boys that don't like crazy bath bombs and even getting their toenails painted and and time with the parents, which is what's really important. So I know my kids would love just getting their nails painted, like alternate red and pink or put those decals on it. I don't even know. I'm not like a big nail salon decal person, but I've seen some pretty cool designs on Pinterest. I know we've shared a couple and I kind of don't want to like them, but I do. You know what I mean? Like I look at them and I'm like, I don't want to like this, but I'm kind of, I can't stop looking at it. It's kind of fun. And you know what? This is why you have kids, people, so that they can give you foot massages, so that they can rub your hands in lotion. And that, you know, this is why we have kids. <laughs> Seriously. So that they can do these things for you. It is good when they get old enough that you're like, 
I will give a quarter to whoever gives me the best 10 minute back massage. <laughs> yes. I learned that from my dad when I was a kid. Thanks, that dad. is so funny. Now my kids are like, that will be $50. <laughs> so Valentine's Spa Night. I think that's really cute. I like that one. And then here's something for older kids. My kids, the tweens and teens, are now into rom-coms. <gasps> wow. And so, you know, it's not like you're watching nine and a half weeks at home, but like, I think you can put on <laughs> to all the boys I loved before or like Netflix has like a lot of cute original streaming things. We put together a list a while back on Cool Mom Picks of all of our favorite romantic movies that are streaming on Netflix right now that you can watch. So that's like a good opportunity to like hang out with your kids and curl up under the blanket and like watch something fun. Yeah, I love that my kids are at the age that they can watch the things that I like to watch. And by the way, if you liked All the Boys I've Loved Before, the sequel's coming out in the next week or two. I know. I've gotten all the pitches. <laughs> I've heard a lot about it. And then, of course, here, we're always back to the snacks, but like, yes. totally make snacks and heat up milk for hot chocolate. My kids are, you know what we do? Do you know how we make hot chocolate? No. This is like our new trick. Okay. So we have like the fancy Breville yes, you espresso do. maker. So do we, actually, my awesome now. partner. We're, we're copycats. Yeah. So take milk, fill a cup, you know, I don't know, about a third of the way and use the steamer and steam it up and then just pour the hot cocoa right in there. Wow. It's amazing. Instead of like heating the milk on the saucepan where it can get skimmy and stuff. Yeah. You do it that way, and the kids love it, and it's frothy, and it feels like something they got at Starbucks, only free. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it comes out really good. They love it. And you can get, like, little marshmallow hearts if you're into that kind of thing. Or, you know, if it's me, we just drink the hot chocolate, put on fuzzy socks and the movie, and that's good enough for me. Oh, that's great. It's a great bonding experience. You're doing something together. They feel a little fancy. Again, it's so nice to be able to watch some of the movies that you might have loved, introduce them to, you know, your favorite rom-com and celebrate a little bit of what Valentine's Day used to be like. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm not like, you know, getting sexy with my man on the couch, but like I am kind of enjoying this cute high school romance with my kids. <laughs> it's very similar. And for those of our listeners who are still in the, you know, kindergarten, preschool, cut yes. out the 400 principal Valentine's phase, just know that like one day you will work your way up to like, Joe versus the Volcano <laughs> or Sleepless in Seattle or whatever Tom Hanks rom-com <laughs> you like and you can watch them with your kids and it's actually pretty fun. You don't really feel like you're missing the overpriced prefix dinners on Valentine's night at all. So listen, we are going to link up everything that we talked about over on our Cool Mom Picks podcast page so you will be more than ready for your journey towards Valentine's Day and of course we'll be back with our Cool Picks of the Week right after this. We are happy to welcome back today's sponsor, Milk Love What's Real, because we value the real experiences and connections we make in our families. And when you think about it, milk really is a part of so many of the moments and memories that matter to all of us. You may pour a cup or two of whole milk to make rich, heart-shaped Valentine's Day pancakes, pour it into cereal or homemade granola on busy weekday mornings when you want to squeeze in some family time before school. You can offer chocolate milk for a sweet celebration after a game or a recital or Strawberry milk for a pink after-school treat on Valentine's Day. Oh, strawberry milk. I forgot about that. That's a good idea. Yes. Perfect for Valentine's Day. Well, Shirley, you have your own family memories that involve milk, too. And if you want to learn more, visit MilkLife.com. There's recipes, nutrition facts, more information about different kinds of real milk. That's MilkLife.com. And hey, you can also follow them on Facebook, as one does these days, Instagram, Twitter, at MilkLife. And for even more ideas from families of all kinds, check out the hashtag LoveWhat'sReal. 
All right. Well, now it's time for... Cool Picks of the Week. Cool Picks of the Week. And Liz, Kristen. I'm going to go first and okay. just tell everyone about our fun hashtag style over 40 posts on our Instagram story. I'm loving these. I've been loving doing this. Yeah, <laughs> this was such a good idea. You started doing it. Then I was like, hey, I'm going to do mine. And, you know, we're totally not style bloggers at all. We're nope. not like, look at my $8 million shoes I was nope. set for free. <laughs> it's literally like, here's what we're wearing today. Because you can still like look cool and be comfortable over 40. And I just... I've been having fun doing it. I know you have. Well, you know, what's funny is I put it out there and then I'm like, do people really care about this? But we got so many really nice messages from people that said, yes, you know, it's fun to look at 20 somethings and 30 somethings, but it's really cool to see what 40 and up ladies are wearing. And I have to laugh because, you know, a lot of this stuff I have is not new. It's, you know, I don't want to call it vintage. It's basically old. So I'm like old motorcycle jacket, (laughs) old shirt. And then my jeans are all from Old Navy. So like every day it's like tag Old Navy, tag Old Navy. This is real life, For me, people. it's like tag Hugh leggings, tag Hugh leggings. <laughs> but like, it's also a cool way to see how you can like mix or match. You know what I'm realizing that I hadn't realized before because of the Style Over 40 posts we're doing? Yes. That I have a capsule wardrobe without realizing it. I wear kind of a variation of the same stuff within every week. That's funny. <laughs> and I basically wear the same on the bottom. It's just jeans and a turtleneck I found and I just rotate a sweater in. That's a great <laughs> pick. So check that out. It's on our Instagram. We're doing them pretty much every day or at least every work day on yes. cool mom picks. Yeah, it's fun. Also, I just like seeing what you're wearing every day because you have really cute stuff. Oh, I may well, need to borrow you. some stuff. <laughs> and the same goes for you because it's also kind of like I'm seeing you every day because I'm like, oh, oh, look, it's Liz. She's got her skirt and her you. sassy boots on. All right, so what's your cool pick? So my cool pick, oh, this is fun and it kind of ties into Valentine's Day. Pinhole Press, which is a small mom and pop run company that we've loved for a long time. They do all kinds of cute photo albums and photo gifts, really good stuff. They sent us this itty bitty photo book. It is three inches square. It is so cute. It's really cute. I did. You got one too? It's so cute. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. It says itty bitty cool mom picks photo book on it. And I guess they picked all different like little pictures from our Instagram and our social media. And I'm so happy. It's like the Liz and Kristen love album. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. And they pick good pictures too. So anyway, you could make one yourself. It's only $12.99, which I love. You know, we love finding gifts under $15. And it's just a cute gift for Valentine's Day or anything else, like a cute pick me up for our best friend and for the price of a couple of venti lattes. It's just a really sweet little, hey, thinking about you kind of gift. Absolutely. And you know, I love getting actual mail that's not a bill. And I think most people over 40, if I may, feel the same way. So it's kind of fun. I mean, kids would love it too. But, you know, it's a kind of nice way to say hi to a friend who maybe you don't see that often. I'm in love with this. I think it's a great pick. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm glad you got one too. We have twin photo books. We're twinning (laughs) with our photo books. There's our other hashtag for the day. Anyway, if you want to find your own itty-bitty photo book, and they have other bigger sizes too, of course, just go to pinholepress.com or we will link it all up on the Cool Mom Picks podcast page with everything else that you heard here today. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Spawned. Huge thanks to our engineer, John Bowen, and a big thanks to our sponsor, Milk. Love what's real. And hey, we love hearing from all of you, most of all. That's one of the best parts about doing this is like getting feedback from you guys and hearing what you liked, what you didn't like, what you agreed with, what you didn't agree with. Mostly what you like and what you agree with. (laughs) Mostly what you like. But like, you know, I like having feisty discussions. You know me. Yes. So leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you are enjoying Spawned. And make sure.
make sure to subscribe. In fact, you could do it right now this very second. You can also join our Spawn podcast community on Facebook. It's easy to find and easy to participate. Just write a post. <laughs> it's that easy. Exactly. And you know what, Liz? Yes. You don't know this, but we got an email from someone who lives in the dark forests of Czechoslovakia. What? <laughs> Wait, you mean the Czech Republic as it was formerly known in 1982? Yes. They sent me an email from an AOL address. And they said, thank you for the reminder to download the episodes because when they are walking through the forest, they can listen to our podcast. Oh my gosh. So you are vindicated from your mention of Czechoslovakia. I am. I that's great. I am. Wow. Well, thanks to our <laughs> Czechoslovakian listener from the past. We appreciate your support and your ears. And thanks to all of you for listening to Spawn. This is Liz. This is Kristen. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.